What's up, people? You're listening to Connect EHL, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at EHL. I'm Rohit Menon, your campus connector, and I'm interacting with some of the best minds in the community who strive to express themselves every day. We have Cedric, uh, who is in Boston right now, but he has a, an amazing story to tell. Uh, he has a passion for food, passion for fitness, of course. Uh, you'll see him at the gym helping people out as well from time to time. Um, and if you follow him on Instagram, Cedric... Um, Cedric.Lawrenson. Uh, he does have amazing stories with like music, <laughs> uh, cooking, uh, different desserts, and... Um, quick quick to eat yeah quick easy easy food i try to change it up right lately i've been trying to do a bit of more sort of healthier food mm-hmm. um yeah just i don't know trying something different um i really enjoy it i like it you know because i'm passionate about food so i only discovered what instagram last year so i kind of got on on the train <laughs> and and tried nice. it out and i actually quite lo- i quite enjoy it i quite yeah. love it yeah i think you're uh, kind of uh uh, the way you p- produce your content, it's also very apt for TikTok. Have you heard about TikTok? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's like my, yeah. the way you do it with the music, it's exactly what TikTok is, okay. you know? Okay. And um, I mean, that that social platform is rising. So in case this is a passion that you want to develop, then it's mm. something to look into as well. Um, yeah, I mean, when did this passion for food start, actually? Um You've been working before, right? Before coming to EHL as well. Correct, yeah. So I've already been working now, I think, over over six years. So I finished high school, yeah, over, I think, seven years. And, and I just started sort of working. So and especially in Australia, you know, people kind of finish high school and they go straight away, to, straight away into university to, to get a degree um, because that's sort of the social norm and the standard. And, you know, especially in Australia, the degrees are so expensive that, if you go to university and you end up kind of halfway deciding that it's not for you, you were spending a lot of money. Right. So, and in my case, I didn't do so well in high school and my parents at the time suggested, hey, look, we probably would recommend you to just start working and just to see maybe, you know, maybe there might be other things that you might enjoy instead of sort of getting to university and paying all of this money so I started working and then you know I got into the hospitality industry and I really enjoyed it I kind of actually started off as a dishwasher in a in a cafe and then yep. sort of slowly worked myself up in in sort of more which cafe or was that oh there's all in Australia so okay good cafes I always try to aim for the best 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 places you know places that very were very reputable um and yeah and just kind of worked myself up and and, and learned different things learned how to make coffee um, you know, yeah, so uh, you you can do burritos yeah, and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can do the cafe, latte art. Latte art, yeah, yeah latte exactly. Art. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, requiring all of these skills, and then eventually, the last couple of years, I, I started working more sort of in fine dining. Okay. Um, and I always had a passion for food. You know, since since a young age, I was always cooking, um, to the point where always my parents always said, you know, maybe, you know, you're doing the wrong profession. Maybe you should actually, you know, maybe become a chef. Um, but somehow, somehow, I don't know, just the, the job in itself and, and the amount of hours that you have to put in, it just always put me off. Yep. So The nature of the job itself. The nature of the job, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. not the passion, but the nature the, of the The nature of the job, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, 
being in hospitality you're always in touch with this yeah exactly and so that's fine as well um you started off in cafes you know the coo of marriott international mm -hmm. the, in the office that i worked in also started off in stewarding okay uh, just so you know okay. uh, yeah, so yeah. like you always work your way up from the bottom yeah and that's how it is um i'm guessing like Okay, you started off in Australia, you finished high school in Australia. It's been seven years. What does it feel like to be a bachelor student right now and actually have followed your parents' advice and eventually reaching here? Do you think it all played out well at the end? Um, I think so. I think um, I'm very fortunate to be in this position and I really savor it. Um, because I just, I feel like there's a lot of young students in this school who have maybe very little understanding of what they're actually doing or very little understanding how to relate what we're learning to, you know, in, in, in real life. So having sort of this, this previous experience, I feel like I have a much better understanding, in my opinion at least, how to connect these things, how to understand the theory that we're learning um in class and and connecting this in, in in real life yeah so i mean it's also true that when you're in the industry without an ehl degree and then when you're in the industry with an ehl degree it's completely different ball Correct. games and yeah. uh this is also what my dad told me before coming here it's like okay you know uh, he's in the <laughs> hospitality industry okay. uh he's worked in hotels he's like man the word the word the moment the word EHL comes into the equation, you're already on a different level. Mm. So like, I guess the value of the school has to be recognized in that way. Mm. And although we have all of these complaints, although mm. maybe space is limited, maybe mm. this is limited. I think if we believe in the students and mm. the and the student body and the mm. school itself, I think it will pay out for us in the long run. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that's actually another thing. Uh, students complaining about, you know, very, in my opinion, very trivial things. You know, um, I feel like some of the some of the complaints by students are valid, but again, in the grand scheme of things, you know, for most of us, our parents are paying for our for our education. You know, right. it's not it's not the students. So, again, it kind of it doesn't warrant you to complain. And if you are complaining, you know, I feel like you you should actively complain and actually try to suggest something, and not just right. complain for the sake of complaining. Yep. There's a lot of passionate student council campaigners, uh, yeah. actually. They're, they're doing something about yeah. it, and yeah. that's very cool to see. Like, Christ yeah. just got uh, elected as yeah, communications exactly. coordinator. I think it's a, it's a great step. Who did you support at the end, Fabian? Fabian, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a close friend of mine, and I was hoping that he would win. He's also very passionate, very, de very dedicated, and, yeah, very thorough with his job. Yep. So, you know, I think end of the day, you know, think now who won Ines. Ines. Yeah. I think the family in yeah, general. The family, yeah. yeah, the family. I think both would have done, you know, an excellent job in regards to, you know, listening to, you know, the school's concerns and the students' concerns. Yeah. Uh, let's come back to maybe, because uh, fitness maybe, because fitness is also an important aspect of life. And mm. wh when did you start your fitness journey? Because mm. uh, <laughs> I could say out of the gym, like you might be one of the m most fit guys out okay, there. Thank you. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean you. it. Like uh, you know, at least it's a lot of hard though. work. It's of a course, lot of hard of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, how do you manage that? And how how was that journey like? 
You've turned vegetarian now, right? Or... I try, but I've moved back. You've yeah, moved back? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I try to do eat more plant-based stuff, mm -hmm. but I do sort of a mixture, yeah. I don't eat as as heavy meat anymore as I used to. Okay. Also because it's really expensive in this, I mean, here in Switzerland. It's ridiculously expensive meat, so... Yeah. To afford it, it makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. It's crazy because you're doing this. You also work at Dr. Gabs. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What is that about? So there, um, I, I supervise. So on the weekends I supervise for brunch. Mm. So this is sort of kind of to pay my um, living costs. Um, yeah, to pay my living costs. So I, I work at Dr. Gabs, and then in terms of fitness. Um, this is just something part of my DNA, something I've been doing now. I don't know. It comes over, I think, six years now. Mm -hmm. um, something I've just always been passionate about, and I think it's it's a good. It's how do I explain this? I think fitness in itself is a good way of seeing how you can progress and how you can relate it to other things of to to progress. So if you work hard in the gym and you have the ability to change your your physique. Um, you can kind of see that things are attainable if you put your work, if you put the work into it. Correct. Because um, you can see maybe in a in two weeks time, three weeks time, some changes. Correct. Um, yeah. And that's that's good motivation. Exactly, and it's a really nice feeling, you know. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I feel like it's very important. It's very important to me to feel fit, to feel healthy, um, and and to constantly kind of do something, kind of feel like that I'm growing, you know, not only you know study wise but also you know with with other things such as fitness or with cooking and in your opinion what how important is the sense of progress not just the sense of progress but actually progressing sorry say that again because oh, i guess many people can get stuck in who they are or maybe yeah. they have achieved yeah. something and yeah. they want to you know there's no other peak to climb let's mm. say mm. uh and for me I think about it as, okay, I've reached this peak, okay, I've reached 10 podcasts, mm. okay, how can I make 100 podcasts, mm. Mm. right? And uh, so that's very important for me mm. as well. And mm. how do you think that mindset helps you uh, for all the things like EHL, like mm. food, like fitness, yeah. everything? I guess it's, 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 you know, when you see yourself yeah, falling into a rut, you know, how do you get yourself out of it? But I think it also depends on the personality. There's some people that are really content with how they are and, how, and what their progress is, and you know they're happy to to stay at a certain level. So it's also I think it also comes down to how you are as a person. Um, and I can also see with you. I think you're very motivated. You know you want to improve. You want to progress, um, and you're hungry for for something that that kind of satisfies you. Correct. Yeah. The same thing for me. You know, it satisfies me to kind of you know, look at different things and, and work on different things in order to, yeah, in the future be somewhat successful. Yeah. So it's a constant drive. It's a constant push. Where are um, you aiming to be in, like, maybe after EHL or maybe in five, ten years? Is that ho in hotels or restaurants? Definitely not or, hotels. Yeah. I fucking hate hotels. <laughs> it's the one thing I will never want to get in. I just don't like it. I've never liked it. I've never worked in a hotel. Um yeah it's just not my not my cup of tea yeah. but i definitely see myself especially since i've left australia now australia is very known for its 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 coffee culture and and cafe mm -hmm. scene and you know they're incredibly good um and their culture has kind of sort of transpired in, in to the rest of the world 
and you know since i've arrived here i've noticed there is there is hardly any competition it's it's not very strong it's not there's not a lot of passionate people um and it kind of has motivated me to maybe pursue um a sort of a restaurant cafe business here here in switzerland yeah I think because... I think those concepts are very unique sometimes. Mm. Uh I was in Hong Kong uh but there were always Starbucks but there were also these concepts called coffee academics. Uh and okay. those guys are really like what they do is they take coffee and they literally like dissect what coffee is into a brand DNA. Almost okay, interesting. And okay. and and how I thought about it was it's almost like radical like passion you mm. know for that mm. how do you how do you turn a single bean into a story that can be you know cuz cuz the whole concept uh, mm-hmm. this is maybe something for you but you walk in there's no s- uh, smell or aroma of coffee okay there's nothing okay. and then you sit there it's all kind of you have coffee dna what is coffee made up of what are the different elements mm. and then the cup of coffee comes in front of you and then you get the aroma it's like bam you know okay, and then and then it's like almost like smelling a new bottle a glass of wine okay okay and it's um, a very specialized very specialized okay. yeah uh it's very cool yeah. uh those concepts that can yeah. be futuristic and yeah. can integrate yeah. cultures together yeah it sounds like you know again it's it's passion you know yeah. if you're passionate about it then i think you know i tell this my girlfriend you know be passionate about what you want to do you know and if you're passionate about something it gives you drive it it also you know you can get through the hard times yeah sure. exactly yeah exactly which is super important cuz it's never easy yeah exactly it should never be easy no it shouldn't be easy there's always going to be struggles and <laughs> tough times yeah that's just the 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 uh, reality of it yeah but yeah I, w- i would definitely like to you know start a restaurant business um here in in switzerland definitely in australia because the competition i think is way too hard There's a club there's entrepreneur uh event happening tonight. Yeah, I think. I would love tonight. to go but unfortunately I'm working. Oh. You know, got to pay the bills so. <laughs> I know that I actually wanted to go to this one because it was it sounded really good. I think it was a guy who's owned multiple restaurants. Yeah. And Clecker or something. Yeah. I think they Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. That looked really really interesting. Yeah. I think there's other series coming so Correct. then you can yeah, go yeah, for that yeah. as well. Yeah. Very cool. I think committees are doing a really good job especially this semester i don't know why like mm. compared to when i was in bosk 1 or bosk 2 it's true. like just booming yeah everything true, is true. everyone's like high on creativity yeah yeah it's, it's great i love high. it yeah, yeah just having the right people in the right place you know people are a little bit more motivated and yeah, i think it's good yeah i think i think that's something that you know students should do more often you know going back to what we discussed earlier it's you know there's a lot of negativity about the school and I think you know students should not focus on the negativity they should focus on 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 the positive things you know yeah. be happier in this you know in this school you're yeah. getting educated it's something that not many are are privy to and yeah you should embrace it see it as a gift um especially if your parents pay for it and and, and make the most out of it you know enjoy it you know yeah. uh EHL does have a lot of bureaucracy it is true, true. um but then again if you almost have a break the rule mindset sometimes mm. you can find those loopholes you know of course no yeah. one's allowing me to do this podcast but at the end it's yeah. happening because yeah. there's passionate people at the end yeah, who exactly. want to be on the yeah, podcast exactly. and so yeah it's 
it's it's good to think about rules mm. but it's also good to think about okay how can i maybe bend get around yeah, get exactly. them get them get around all yeah. of this yeah. it's nice yeah. i think the school is i think it's preparing great. you for business world for I, th- sure. i think totally yeah i think it's it's an absolutely amazing school and i don't know i tell most students now who are not happy with it you know if you're really not that happy then there's always gleon you know <laughs> gleon will always <laughs> open the doors for you you know yeah but i think you know otherwise just suck it up and and enjoy it you know it is the best hospitality school in the world and coming to the school with you know prior work experience i can i can really see a link between what we're learning and i think it is it is very good like Doing it well. is very very good yeah Where can people see you next? Maybe cooking or doing something, mm. or you know, because you've done some events right before, uh, leading some. Events. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, that was super exciting. Um, the restaurant I work for, Dr. Gabs, they um, they've offered. They, they were starting to do these kitchen takeovers, and I propose I can do one of these events um, and invite students over. So. Um, we created a menu, um, which was a bit challenging because we had to account for over fifty fifty people plus okay. walk-ins. Oh, yeah. um, and then obviously selling tickets to ensure people would come to the restaurant. Um, and this is sort of a sort of a smaller project to hope that we can redo this again in the future. Um, and for me, the whole idea behind this was to kind of. Um, get a bit more experience behind the kitchen to you know work for a larger audience and yeah I don't know get more experience you know constantly growing myself trying different things um, I'm sure you've always hear it um, you know all of these business business or successful people that say um, if you want to be successful you must have multiple incomes correct so the way i see it the way i've approached this this sort of saying is now by trying to have maybe not multiple incomes but have maybe multiple passions which kind of are all interlinked and which perhaps in the future can uh, monetize itself correct yeah hopefully yeah. you know no no yeah. for sure for sure that's uh, why the cooking the instagram and you know kind of just doing different things that i'm all that i'm really passionate about and kind of kind of are interlinked yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Eventually, all of it will culminate into one. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. That, that's that's the that's the goal. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot to learn from this guy, guys. It's uh, I I love the mindset. You know, uh, give me a boost today because mm-hmm. uh, these days I've been having a lot of crisis on the escape side, on the on oh, the really? home okay. side. Yeah. So then you know, it's always. It's always so important to flip the equation in your mind the entire yeah, time. You yeah. gotta, whatever happens, just switch it. Correct. Just switch it yeah. to positive. Switch it yeah, to positive, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and don't give we, up. You have yeah. to keep pushing. You we know? have the strength. Yeah. We yeah, have the yeah. strength to 